the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. And we are live here in Houston, Texas. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement and uh, on the Max Out Savings Show. So uh, our, our philosophy and, and, our, and our, our, our motto is to save, aggressive, save aggressively and invest conservatively. No, I can't hear it at all. Uh, no, put it, hit, hit that button back over there. Okay. There, there we go. Okay, good. So, so here, here we're... We're set for retirement. Okay, we're good. I'm, I'm getting a delay in my headphones. The uh, okay, so here we are. Got the headphones off. We are rolling here, and and we're talking savings and investments. Uh, the Max Out Saving Show is a live show here in Houston, Texas, as you can tell. Uh, and uh, you can always call us at 713-339-1070, and we'll be happy to take your questions or comments and, and, and get you get you set up on the show. So uh, uh, another another big week uh, in the investment world, and we're going to be talking about what's happening in the markets. We're going to be talking about your retirement, and we're going to talk about where to go. Uh, extraordinary times. Uh, this week, the, the the French finally they they finally had their runoff election, and uh, Macron won, and and so it, it's clear sailing for Europe, and and the markets really didn't do anything at all. It was it was just sort of sat there. Uh, and then this week we had uh, we 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 had uh, a number of things happen. We had some uh, inflation numbers that really there wasn't much inflation. We we we've had some employment numbers here recently that were so so. But the, but the thing that's worrying us the most and, and concerns us about your retirement is really uh, what's going on with in Washington. It really seems to be a a a, a, a mess up there, and and it and and part of this is just it, it is just the world we live in. And, and I saw a statistic here that uh, that the. That political discourse was was just off the charts as far as as it from what it what it has been in, in the past. There's just really no comparison. It's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And there's some some numbers I want to say out of the the, the Philadelphia Fed. Uh, they put together. They have a, a a chart of 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 the of the political discourse, and and, and it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And it really it. it 
it, it completely spiraled out of control here recently. And the most remarkable thing is that it's called the U.S. Partisan Conflict Index. And I tell you where this is coming from is our real concern that this is going to starting to affect the stock market. It's going to start affecting your retirement. It's not that the Republicans are doing a bad job and Donald Trump's doing a good job. I think, quite frankly, they're, I think they're doing quite well. But 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 the partisanship is just off the chart. According to the U.S. partisanship uh, conflict index, which is – I think they basically just looked at, at the articles and papers and things – it, it, the number it was it, in the thirties and it jumped up in 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 the twenties and the thirties and then it went back down. Interesting, it went back down in the forties during World War II because everybody kind of got on the same page. And so it was about a sixty uh, that, that during World War II went down to forty, and then after World War uh, Two, uh, after the end of the war, then it kind of jumped up again, and then it came down uh, in the fifties and sixties. It traded between about fifty and sixty. And then in the seventies, uh, with 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 inflation, it jumped up to a hundred, and then it kind of chopped between about seventy five and one hundred and ten. And then in two thousand and eight, it it just really it, it starting in two thousand ten, it just completely exploded from eighty to two hundred. And so we went through a time where the partisan uh, U.S. partisan conflict index was was basically fifty sixty for. For fifty, sixty years, and then it, the, the, with the inflation, it jumped up to eighty, eighty-one, ten, maybe, and now it exploded up to to two hundred, and and it exploded up up to one eighty. And and what this is the result of is this is the result of Barack Obama's, uh, you know, he you're seeing the fruits of Barack Obama's Saul Lewinsky rules of. Uh, what is it? Rules for Radicals book, a book that he, you know, he kind of based his teachings on in his beliefs of what you do is you stir people up and, and you create so much conflict. Nobody knows what's going on. And then that, that allows you to be the insurgent and move forward. It, 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 and so if you really look at this, the, the, the term of Barack Obama was just tremendous amounts of, of, of partisanship came in. And, and then then when they the election was coming up and and it was seemed to be going pretty well uh and then unexpectedly Donald Trump won now in fairness on this show we've been saying we thought Donald Trump was going to win since i want to say after the republican convention or the democratic convention we said if Donald Trump can get through that uh, if he can survive the fi- the week or two after the Democratic convention, we said that they were going to throw everything they could at donald trump uh the uh to to try to take him down after the republican can, can, after the conventions to destroy him we said there was a tent a two week window if they couldn't destroy donald trump they were not going to be able to do it and we were right uh and, and we were kind of predicting a, <laughs> a win in the show uh the uh excuse me there it's we were predicting a win and and it was tough because you know we didn't want to get too partisan on the on the thing but but we really we we said and what we kept saying is when we said look we were looking at the poll numbers and what we try to do is look at poll numbers that that seem to be somewhat nonpartisan so if you try to take out the the NBC poll the New York Times poll the Washington Post poll those type of polls and if you looked at polls that were kind of didn't have such a political bent, you could see Donald Trump was really surging up and you could see there was really something going on. And so Donald Trump has won. And since then, 
it, it was a complete shock to the to the media, uh, to the to, to the Democrats. I mean, it, look, if we can predict it in Houston, Texas, it couldn't have been that big of, of a of a complete impossibility. And, but what happened was, is the media was so intent on Hillary Clinton winning, they just didn't even, they made absolutely sure there was no doubt in anyone's mind that she was the next president. So the the Democrats were utterly unprepared for a Donald Trump win and in complete shock. And since then, they, they, they've, they've, they've gone off the deep end. And, and, and why this is important to your retirement is what we had this week is, uh, FBI Secretary Comey resigned. And, you know, if you're Donald Trump or anyone else, you'd think, hey, I'm, if I'm trying to decide if I'm Donald Trump, whether to fire Comey, I'm looking, Comey is all over the place. He won't investigate the the, the spying on us, on our campaign. And, you know, he's up there grandstanding. The Republicans want him gone. The Democrats have been howling for his firing for for six months now. And, uh, you know, why don't I just fire him? Everybody doesn't like him. Let's just get him out of there. There's a lot of people in the FBI that were really upset how the how the uh, Hillary Clinton thing was handled. And let's start anew. And so he does it And immediately the exactly the same Democrats that were howling for Comey, FBI Director Comey's resignation comes to his defense and makes him sound like the greatest FBI director since, you know, George Washington was handling the, you know, the spy ring in the, in the American Revolution. And, it, and, and it's – but it shows you the level of just absolute bitter partisanship that's going on out there. It's almost – I saw someone basically point out it's, this is a scorched earth policy by the Democrats. They're going to do whatever they can to take down Donald Trump. And there's also some Republican establishment types that want Donald Trump a – they, well, I'm not even going to go down the list of things they like because I'll, you know, I'll hear about it. And uh, but they want him out of there, impeached, to, or something else happening to him to put it nicely. And they're encouraging whatever it takes to get the job done. And and, and this is very disturbing. It, it is, you know, you're talking about a sitting president that that the other side isn't scheming to get their guy in for the next term. They're, they're really scheming to take down the presidency, to try to somehow stage a coup, whatever it takes to to try to, you know, and they, they that type of, of talk makes markets nervous. That that makes people nervous. Uh, now they're running around claiming Donald Trump is like Richard Nixon. There is zero evidence. There's no. Look, I was around for Richard Nixon. I was pretty young, but I've always been involved. I since I was a little kid, I was interested in politics. You could probably see it comes through in this show. Uh, I was up. I was up in Dallas this week discussing, you know, talking politics with some of the congressional leaders up there. I, but Nixon, there was a break in. Nixon covered up the break in. There was a violation of the law. There's no evidence. There's no smoking gun. There's absolutely nothing. Did the Russians try to influence the Trump administration? Yes. Did they try to influence every single administration since since Roosevelt in World War II? Yes. Do they try to sit there and stir up trouble in the United States? They've done it for 50, 60 years. That's all they do. They're Russians. So this is nothing new. 
you know, Hillary Clinton, they did deals to try to curry favor with Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation. They're always doing something. They're always up to something. They're very shrewd about what they do. (laughs) They're not like the Chinese. The Chinese can influence public policy all over the place in the United States, and their fingerprints are never anywhere on it, which is just remarkable to me. I'm just amazed by it. The Russians, you can sort of see their fingerprints were there, but they're very shrewd. They're very smart people. But so... The problem is, is when you have a group of people that basically the Democrats, which this thing seems to have morphed into a resistance and a revolution to overthrow the constitutional order, that's a little bit – that's based – they want want Trump out of there one way or another and they don't care what it takes to get the job done and that's that's disturbing. And so – so we have a stock market at all-time highs, and we have a uh, we have a, a country that is doing pretty well. We have unemployment at four point four percent, and the you know things aren't that bad out there. Uh, Donald Trump was put in by basically mid mid America working people, middle America working class people, the people that do the work in this country that that quite frankly, feel like they've been, you know, put down and looked down upon and just disrespected for years. I I saw a fascinating thing. I don't know if I have it here. Uh, A lady, she's a Democratic professor. And and what she – they were interviewing her, you know, said, look, the the Democrats have to sit there and do something for the working people. You know, this – you know, it was like, how do we lose this election? We can't figure it out. And so – and she's a Democrat, remember, and uh, uh, reasonably well known. And and so the the reporter kind of goes to her, goes, "Well, what's Trump done for the working people?" And her answer was, "He gave them back their dignity." Okay, that's a very powerful statement. Now the problem with that is the Democrats are out to take out Trump, and what they don't understand is. The working people in this country view taking out Trump is the same thing as taking out them. And this, my friends, is where it gets really interesting. Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. We'll be right back on the Max Out Savings Show. We're going to be talking more about savings and investments and different things like that here pretty quickly. A lot of interesting things happening in the market, some fascinating things uh, on savings. Uh, We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. 
If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement, as always, here on the show. Uh, by the way, if you haven't signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, we talk about all types of great things, markets, uh 401k, uh, all types of interesting stuff. Uh, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and we will get you set up uh, for the free report. Take, let's take a call from John. Hello, John. John? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, thank you. You had a question for us. Yes, I do. Um, I have a 401k plan through my employer. Um, I'm maxing it out. About two weeks ago, I checked my account, and I noticed that they ha- I have uh, in- two of the funds that I have, a Nuveen small cap index, a Nuveen mid cap index. I had monies going into those uh, funds. I checked my account, and I noticed that they sold those funds and put the proceeds into a J.P. Morgan 2015 smart retirement fund. Now... I did not authorize this. I did not do this. Um, so I called Mass Mutual, and they said that they notified my third-party um, plan administrator and my HR administrator back in February and March that this was that New Bean was wanted to, wanted to come out, take their funds out of our plan for whatever reason. They had the right to do that. I was not notified. I did not make this transaction. So. One, I guess my question is, why was I not notified so I can take those funds and put the monies where I want to go to? Two, is that ethical or legal? You know, I, I tell you what, it's probably legal in the fact that that they that they came up with a replacement in there. Ethically, I, ethically, it should have been it should have been to uh, they should have told you. I think it sounds like what what, what was the fund they put it in? Uh, the JP JP Morgan uh, Smart Money Retirement 2015. Okay, what they what they did is is they figured some people aren't gonna. They probably sent you out a thing on it. I would say probably ninety percent, eighty percent, eighty five percent of the people didn't pay any attention to it. Uh, 
And so then they were kind of in a quandary of what to do. So I think they kind of put it into that fund to at least have you still somewhat in the market in case anyone compl- – I mean, it, it, w- it was a bad situation. The proper way to do this is to replace it with one small cap fund with another small cap fund. And, and i tell you what you're seeing with some of this stuff out there, John, is – and, and I, I had a discussion with the uh, chairman of the Financial Services Committee. Uh, actually, short discussion. We'll probably maybe expand upon it later on. But uh, – this is what we're seeing due to the the DOL rule and some of these other rules out there that these companies are now – they're trying to minimize the, the risk in their 401ks be, because they, they don't want people to have losses in them and, and, and where they can be sued. And, and this, this is what, what, what I fear. Everyone's going to start migrating to the S&P 500, already doing it to the S&P right. 500 index fund. But to get back to, the, to your question uh, – I don't think that was ethical what they did. Uh, I, I think they should have told. Did they did they come up with a replacement small cap fund? Uh, no, but I already have. I, I did have another uh, small cap and mid cap fund in my portfolio, and I was I was doing that and also the index. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's kind of where you are. Uh, I think they were they were put in a bind by this, and I think they tried to do something. I don't think it was real ethical. They should have put it into. They should have put it into a like fund. I, I, I would agree with that. Um, or just the one, money market. Like, like I said, Mass, Mass Mutual, they notified my third-party administrator and my HR department. I was not notified. They probably, I about, they, they, I'm sure they know, sent something in the mail. I got nothing. Okay, well, then they, they should have done that. They have a responsibility to do that. That's, uh, what I, that's what I thought. So, I mean, I've already talked to Mass Mutual. I've talked to my third-party administrator and my HR Oh, well, we'll get back to you, was the answer. We'll find out. We'll investigate. Well, still, now I have 6% of the monies going into that fund, which I had. I didn't read the prospectus. I didn't look at it. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I have a fixed account, a fixed money money market account. They could have put the money in there. I'd have been happy with that. Yeah, look, I, I, I have a real problem with people changing up, up portfolios. In fairness, our clients rely on... Uh, me and my team to manage the money, so we make the decisions. But right. if it if it's not a self directed, if it's a self directed four hundred one k, they have no right in my mind to do that. Uh, g- give me a call at the office, and we'll let me see what I come up with some background on that for you. Uh, and, and get to, give me a call at seven one three six two seven zero four hundred, John, or, or just email me at ted t e d at maxoutsavings dot com, and I'll, I'll do some investigating for you. On that. okay, give me give me that number again, please. Seven one three Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. We'll, we'll do. Thanks for your help, Ted. Appreciate it. Yeah, I like. I mean, this is, surprises me, John. We'll, we'll check it out for you. Yeah, th- but that's the type of stuff is you don't want to see happening. Um, and this is uh, – and, and what they're probably trying to do is – the other thing that's happening out there is is a lot of these companies are coming through and they're trying to make sure all the fees are, are close to as possible. Again, this is more disruption from the Department of Labor rule, the DOL rule, the fiduciary rule, which didn't really affect 401ks as much. But also, Frank, and all, all these financial rules are really gumming up the – the the 401k in the retirement business. Now the DOL rule is going away. Look, I I I I I talked to the head of the financial services committee this week and on the subject and, and we're really concerned that that if that rule would have gone through it would have forced everyone in the United States of America to basically put the majority of their money in the S&P 500. Uh 
which is an index fund. And uh, this indexing is, is, is become a fad. Uh, it's a, it, it's kind of gotten out of control. Everybody's doing it. And when everybody, everybody was buying tech stocks and in fairness, full disclosure, we're active managers, we're more value investors in the market. So we're horrified by that, but you can beat the market doing that for a while up until it turns against you, just like you can beat the market by going all in, in the tech sector. And, and one of the things, and this is something we talked about here last week on the show is, is what we're talking about is indexing, and, and it's it's become all the rage. And in, in what's happened with the DOL rule, the fiduciary rule, and some other rules is is advisors and people are now they, they don't want to deviate from from the S and P five hundred uh, because of these new laws, and so it's causing massive amounts of money to pour into the into the sector. I, I, I want to say in the last two years, it's been about nine hundred and. Uh, I want to say $28 billion. And uh, maybe last year up into, into this year, in, going into indexing, which is just completely out of control. Even John Bogle, who was the father of indexing, is starting to raise some concerns about, about that. And, 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 and so what we're seeing is, is this money is pouring in there. And, and it's and, and and as more and more people are advisors, more and more 401k plans are just trying to shadow these these programs. The money is all going into one sector. The top five companies, uh, can, uh, they've raised, I want to say, $260 billion. Uh, they've raised up the, the, the S&P 500, I think, since the beginning of the year. The other 495 ones have lost all in the S&P 500 almost lost that much money. All the money is going into the top stocks in the S&P 500. And the reason is, is because the S&P 500 is a market cap weighted stock, which means the biggest companies are getting the most money. That's Apple, Amazon, uh, Google, Facebook. You could toss in Netflix. It's not really way up at the top, but it's the, the, the fang type of deal. Here's some of the numbers. Apple's up 35% year-to-date. Amazon is up 28% year-to-date. Google's up 19 almost 20% year-to-date. Facebook is up 30% year-to-date. Well, a lot of other stocks underneath it are actually dropping. A number of the, of the stocks, Exxon is down. Uh, the uh, J.P. Morgan's up about a, a percent. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway is almost even. Uh, if you look at General Electric, it's down nine, almost ten percent. Wells Fargo is down two point four percent year to date. But the top fangs, the top tech stocks. Remember, if you're buying an S and P index, you're buying the top five stocks, which are Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Google, and uh, is it Netflix, Microsoft, Microsoft. Yeah, but if you're buying the, the the Nasdaq 100 composite ETF, you're buying exactly the same stocks as well. If you're buying the tech sector, you're buying exactly the same stocks. So all this money is pouring into the same stocks. And so these same five stocks are going crazy right now. Underneath it, they're not. What, what This is a narrowing uh, of, of breath in the market. This is a warning sign uh, on a market uh, uh, that there's problems. The, all the markets get narrow and narrow. In 1999, at the top, it was only the small number of tech stocks. Everything else was falling, and you're seeing the same thing starting to happen here. Uh, it, it's really worrisome about this this tech sector in general, about this indexing. I think this is the next bubble. Uh, and, the, and the problem is, it's, look, 
as long as the market's going up like this in the bubble and all the money's going in indexing, it's a great thing if you're in the index. I mean, it, it you will have no doubt at all you're doing the right thing. The problem is once they start selling, once things start happening, then who do you sell to? There's nobody there. <laughs> and it, the I, it, I, we're, do, we're doing some work. I was talking to uh, someone, uh, a big discussion Friday. And, and one of the things about this market, it's been very interesting. The market, nothing affects this market. The If you look at, uh, we had a bad, uh, a bad GDP number, 0.7%, most horrible. Market paid no attention to it. The Fed came out and said they're not raising rates now, but they're definitely almost sure, for sure, going to raise rates in June. Didn't affect the market. Uh, the, the, the Macron wins in France. It didn't affect the market. Uh, the the China we had an economic slowdown. We talked about it in the show last week. Commodity oil prices fell eight percent in the last two or three weeks. Didn't affect the market. Uh, commodity prices collapsed. Copper, uh, iron ore uh, last Friday fell seven and a half percent because of a slowdown in China. Didn't affect the market. Donald Trump fires. Comey and the and, and the Democrats melt down, uh, you know, and, and and you know start claiming it's it's 1973 and we're going to launch impeachment. Didn't affect the market. Nothing affects the market. The market just keeps going up. The only thing that's going to affect the market is going to be the technicals. When this thing starts breaking these 1500 day moving averages, look out. Because no one's paying any attention. They don't care if Donald Trump is gone, if the Chinese invade L.A. and take over California. This market's not going to pay any attention. If North Korea launches its nuclear weapons and takes out Tokyo, it doesn't care. The only thing it's going to watch is those technicals. And that's a very dangerous market. That's a market that's on autopilot. Uh, The autopilot markets have been 87 and 99 and 29. Those are autopilot markets. And, and so, that, but the question is, where does it stop? And and so that I think you're going to have to get out a little ahead of time and you really have to be cautious. Tell you what, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. A, a couple things we're seeing out there. Uh, the risk premium in high yield uh, sector of the market is really extremely tight. And what that that's a fancy way of saying is you're not getting paid very much for taking a lot of risk with junk bonds. Uh, I would be real careful. It's surprising when oil prices collapsed over the last three weeks, junk bonds barely moved at all, which is, again, and that's shocking because last time oil blew up, junk bond market got trashed and didn't affect it. You're getting paid very little yield for taking a lot of risk in the junk bond market. I would, we would be, avoid the junk bond market in general right now. Very expensive. Interest rates are very low. Interest rates are starting to rise. We're in about the you know ninth year of an economic recovery. Uh, typically, we've had uh, recessions uh, much more before this. And, and so when we have a recession, there's a lot of debt in the economy. One thing that that's been shocking about this this recovery has been that the, the, the we never really we just kept building up debt. Uh, that looks a fascinating uh, individual. I, I want to say it was on Bloomberg, uh, and uh, it was uh, I, I don't. Remember, but he was talking about every time you have a crisis, 
it leads to a tremendous amount of financial innovation and, and, and not financial innovation. The country builds, it changes it. I mean, unlike any other country in the world, we're constantly changing and rebuilding and moving forward. This time during the 2008 crisis, what happened is the Federal Reserve moved so aggressively to protect all the failing companies and uh, the fact that many of these companies also have mo- what's known as a moat around them where no one can kind of get to them because they have oligopoly, oligopoly tendon uh, situation, a monopoly situation, or regulatory protection that companies – you haven't seen the older companies kind of go by the wayside and new companies come up because they can't get in there. And, and And this is why we've had such a poor recovery over the last couple of years. But the problem is that debt is all still out there. And that debt bubble – has continued to expand, and it's not going to go away. So going forward, we're we're starting to look more and more at companies with lower levels of debt, or or or, or diversify globally, or different ways that we think that they can ride through whatever's going to happen through infrastructure programs, through low debt levels, through currency, whatever to try to try to get into this. I mean, this this game, we've not. We never really cleaned out the economy like we've done in every other recession since the start of the, of, of the United States of America, and this is why the recovery has taken so long and, and drug through there. So this is something we want to watch. But uh, the take a couple takeaways right now, uh, because of that, junk bonds are very expensive. You're not getting paid very much return for a tremendous amount of risk. Uh, I noticed the. The small caps, we had a question on small small caps appear to be starting to roll over. I'd be a little careful in that sector. The small cap tends to be the most volatile one, and it tends to go first. Um, the interest rates have been moving up. Uh, they, 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 they actually dropped quite a bit on Friday. This is something we want to continue to watch. So uh, – but a lot of interesting things really happening this week. But tremendous changes in the world today, tremendous things happening uh, – Big things happening, yet the market is not moving and it's slowly drifting up. All the money's going to the same stocks. They're going up. This is not what you want to see. That means a very dangerous market. Tell you what, coming up here on a quick break, we'll be right back here on the Max Out Savings Show. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioca, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show up your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. 
Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. I tell you, fascinating, and I wish I would have... Uh, I forgot the name of the person that did it. He was talking about after every crisis, there's a rejuvenation, tremendous amount of, of innovation, uh, jobs come back, and, and the economy moves forward. And he, and he made the point, he was talking about too many companies were saved and protected. And uh, then the last financial crisis and got bailed out. And and with the interest rates so low, if they took on a lot of debt, it didn't make any difference because they got bailed out. And and and. And and a couple things point, but it wasn't just you know banks. He pointed out finance uh, about technology. He said, you know, if you look a lot of the of the technology companies, the the, the big Microsofts, Oracles, and things like SAPs, a lot of these systems are all run, and they're kind of they're they're sort of become kind of dinosaur operation systems where they're going to have to go back and rebuild these systems, and no one has done it because they don't want to put the money in, the time in, and as long as they can keep milking them for more profits without having to redo everything, uh, no one's changing anything. Well, what's happening is this is why you're seeing systems go down like the airline system of United or whoever collapses because there's either – a computer glitch, a software glitch when they were trying to update, where these things are just unworkable or they're open to hacking because they're so complex with millions of lines of code all over the place that nobody really knows what the heck is even in these things. And it opens us up to tremendous risk. This is why you're seeing failures of reservation systems, why you're seeing failures of all types of things, because they're operating on code that's been patchworked for 20 years. And and so, and this was one of the things, by, by not allowing this rejuvenation, why, what uh, we're running. Th- and really a fascinating story this week, th- at the end of the week here, have you heard about this, this huge ransomware attack that has struck particularly Europe and, and the rest of the world? That, that tens of thousands of computers have been shut down parts of of the of 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 the UK's uh, healthcare system has been shut down they're canceling operations because of this ransomware that that has come in there and uh and the uh it's you're talking about tens of thousands maybe hundreds of thousands of computers infected and they're saying what it was was they think it's some type of NSA uh cyber attack stuff that was somehow <clears throat> got out there and uh, it's fascinating. They think it might be over because someone 
activated a website in the website this, this whatever the ransomware code is if it detected the website going down it shut the thing down but but i mean this shows you the type of 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 things that we're going to have to sit there and separate our computer systems uh, one of the companies we've studied a lot is funak which is the japanese robotic company it's one of the top robotic companies companies in the world if you want robotic systems funak is the gold standard funak they do not even allow computers or email in their factories they, 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 if they have computers in there, they're shut off, they're hardwired because they don't want people getting their information and their stuff. And, and, and we're going to have to start siloing computer operations systems out there and simplifying. We're going to need new operating systems and different things. But in this patchwork of keeping rickety operating systems going for 20 and 30 years, is we cannot defend them against cyber attack. They, they, we, the, the patches are failing. Even updating the systems are causing the crash. And we can't have an automated system in an automated world based on rickety systems. And this is so we, we're this is one of the areas you're really going to see a lot of things happening. Uh, let's take a call from Charles. Hello, Charles. How are you doing? Uh, doing fine. Uh, the, before I ask my question, uh, exactly what you're you were talking about with these cyber attacks, I'm truly amazed that people still. You know, I mean. I don't know. I've never been a fan of online banking and some of the stuff, I mean, companies do and they supposedly, I guess, have, they think they have the proper encryption. But uh, I've always told people that, because uh, I grew up with the things from the early days of BASIC and Fortran and all, but I I, I just, I, I'm amazed that people take their computers, their 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 personal computers with financial information and link them to the Internet. I I. I I would never do anything like that, no matter how much vi- antiviral software or anything's on there, because it's just you can see what's happening here. And and to me, I think that the standalone systems, to me, I think are. And you 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 alluded to it with this uh, Funak company. I think people that need to take a note on that. And I think that uh, really people need to get off the internet unless they're going to have a just a simple device if they want to go out there and check celebrity news and that sort of stuff. But personally, I I would never put anything like that or connect. connect yeah, yeah, yeah Charles, I'll tell you a good idea is if you like surfing the Internet, is just dedicate one of your computers, just have a computer dedicated to the Internet. Yeah, and I, and, and of course, I, I I personally don't subscribe to any of that stuff because I no. think the, the Internet personally is overrated. I I. I, I think there's a lot of mindless stuff there, and I, I think there's better uses of your time than, than to be sitting there hours a day. But nevertheless, for some people, maybe that's what they want. Yeah. Uh, what I wanted to ask you about was the was the uh, uh, this past week has been a little, and it wasn't really a surprise, but you know the issue that supposedly that I don't know what elements out there are promoting the. Uh, or talking about the demise of the retail sector, the, the brick-and-mortar stuff. But yeah. I know it, uh, this week, I know it's been somewhat uh, kind of rough, at least in the market, for some of those things. But I'm, I'm, I'm starting to look at some of those things, and I'm, and actually I'm thinking that it's getting pretty compelling in terms of the values that are out there for some of them, not all of them. But, but uh, it seems to me that as I look at this, you know, I think the thinking is is that the the price, for those brick and mortar stores that have online ability, you know, they can price products either online or in their stores. 
And, you know, just like the old days where people thought the Japanese cars and all were much better built than the, than the U.S. cars and this sort of thing, and it took many decades to close that gap, I'm just wondering if some of these brick-and-mortar stores, you know, there seems to be a thinking that right now that you can get some certain items cheaper on the online as opposed to going to the store itself. But what, to me, what's stopping the store from from pricing the items online much higher than what's in the store. In other words, if, if a store is, is, is stuck on a lease for 10, 20 years, you know, and, and, uh, in, in terms of the real estate, why couldn't they do the opposite? Because there's, there are going to be some people that are going to still run with that perception that if it's online, it's always cheaper. And I don't know too many people that are going to be, you know, really truly shopping I know some people will go to like Best Buy, look at what, look at the item, and then go buy it online because they think that it's cheaper. But that's not always the case. And I'm just wondering if for some of these brick and mortar stores, they're gonna they're gonna adopt a different strategy here just to just to keep the sales moving. Yeah, look, I think they're going. Here's what I think they're gonna do is, and and we haven't we a couple things. I think if you've got a unique store that people will go to, then you have an advantage. Uh, I, I think if you have something where Walmart, I mean, they have so much stuff at Walmart, right. uh, and it's cheap, people will go there. Some of these stores that are just basically almost the same as the store next door, they're gone. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's, I think, one of the key things. So you really have to have a unique product that, that people will come into your store to get. And we're not there yet, although it is such a disaster out there but but the hard thing is you hit the net you got to wade through some of the leases to find out how how tough these leases are and then you want to be in in some good areas i think in the next couple months there's going to be real value we're starting to see it in the retail sector we're not in there yet charles yeah okay well i, I appreciate your take okay good point Thanks. it's interesting also uh, i got a good friend of ours out in uh in seattle and th- you know they they're they're, re- they're, they're very, they're very savvy people. I mean, these people, you know, they know Bill, they know Bill Gates, they know some of the other big guys out there, really big guys, personal friends with these people. Uh, they really know what the, they really understand uh, the internet. They understand the law, everything. They won't even let their kids on their Facebook pages. You don't see pictures of their kids anywhere. Uh, and and, and they, like I said, these are people that are extremely tech savvy, not geek tech savvy, but really understand trends and things and, and, and where the world's going. And they will not even let their kids, their kids' faces do not appear on the internet. And I, and I think that's, I, I think increasingly that that's going to be the, the, the world we're going to live in. And I think you have to understand that. And we're really wrestling with some ideas on that uh, because I do think Anonymity is going to increasingly going to be a big thing out there, and I think too much of this stuff is out there. And I'm absolutely convinced, and you're starting to see Facebook go there. Is I think they can do it right now. I think they can manipulate people, uh, and, and really, it, within five years, I think if you want to do business with someone, you'll be able to go to then buy a dossier on those people, which will be able to tell you all types of traits about those people, including their thinking almost real time and that's a really dangerous thing to have out there and 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 I don't know where this is going to go we're going to write some about this in the max out savings report in the future but I think it's a very interesting topic you have to guard what's on the internet you have to be real careful 
And 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 by the way, I don't think it's uh, when I say this, I don't mean it's something like wow, I intended you know in college I intended a, a wild party and you know we were dancing on the table. I don't think it's that. I think it's other little things that tells that you're putting on those systems that you don't even realize you're doing that these big data people are able to sit there and put points in and then manipulate and understand your personality, understand your emotional state, and understand your thinking and where you're going. That's the real danger. The danger isn't there's a a picture of you on the Internet, you know, when you were in college, you know, swinging from the chandelier. That's not the danger, and that's what people don't understand. We'll, We'll write some more about this. And by the way, if you're not on the Max Out Savings Report, go to our website. It's maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com with an S. We've got our free report, our most recent one. We actually wrote some interesting things about how the markets, if you look at it based on on a a, a, a price-to-sales ratio and and a price-to-market-cap-to-GDP ratio, are are almost right where they were in 1999. That's not where you want to go all in the stock market. We write we're, that was in our most recent report. We we had an, a fascinating chart in there showing how many young kids are live between the ages of 18 and 34 living at home with their parents. A lot of interesting things. One before that was common 401k mistakes. I write a lot of stuff and put it in these reports to help you out. Uh, you know, we're not the best writers in the world, but I, I, I think our material is extremely good and people like it. And and that's really I, – I, I put this stuff in there to help you out and it's free. So just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com and we'll put you on the free report list. Um, tell you what, this week <laughs> volatility is still – no volatility in the stock market, which is a, a fancy Wall Street way of saying that it's not going anywhere. I think on the show last week or the week before, I said we had the lowest volatility as measured by a VIX index, which is an index that, that, that Wall Street sophisticated traders use to determine how volatile the market is. The lowest since 1954 in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Then the market fell down 120 points or something, and then it rallied right back up again. It's still there. Yet all these things are happening in the world. We had the commodity price collapse last week. This week, uh, we had uh, the retailers completely fall apart. Uh, one bad earnings report from uh, you know everybody from J.C. Penney to uh, to uh, to who who was the other big Macy's yeah Macy's was the big one that thing was down nearly sixteen percent and it was just I mean it's a complete retail apocalypse retail sales are falling and people aren't going to stores anymore and so a lot of stuff underneath this market is happening most of it unfortunately does not appear to be good and so really we want to have a much more cautious attitude with these markets we have a very expensive market. Uh, we have a slowdown in China. Listeners in the Max Out Savings know that know that China's economic stimulus over the last, so far this year is equal to about ten percent of GDP, and now they're pulling back in the last month or so on an annualized basis. That is a problem. Commodity prices since this commodity prices were plunging last week. That's that's a worry. You, uh, car sales aren't good here. Uh, we have retail the retail apocalypse shutting down thousands of stores in the United States. Uh, most retailers are reporting negative sales. Not a good situation. You've got to have your guard up because at the same time we have record price to sales 
ratio on stock prices. And we have a, a mini bubble in the uh, S&P 500 index ETF. So something I think you really have to be cautious about that. If you need some help, you can go to our website. and You can sign up for a, uh, a sit down with me. I'll show you how we manage money using our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. We try to buy individual stocks and build a portfolio for you. Right now, we have a lot of cash, uh, but we'll, we'll sit down and show you our methods. We'll take a look and see where you're set for retirement. Uh, take a look at your financial situation, and, and that's free, uh, and, and, and show you how we manage that money with using these different approaches. So if, if you'd like to sit down with me, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And and sign up for the free report while you're there as well. We don't bother you. We don't want to talk to you. It's a private report. It's a private list. Uh, it's simply there. When we started this show up, we wanted to have a report to write a report on to help people save money, build up wealth, and understand savings and investments in the world today. And that's what we put in the Max Out Savings Report. Well, we're coming up on the end of the show. We are talking earlier about how the partisan index, according to the uh, Philadelphia Fed, has reached record highs uh, – double what it was in the last 50 years it, it with tremendous amounts of uncertainty with Donald Trump and the Democrats war on Donald Trump. Uh, you know, we'll see where this goes. It's interesting times, but uh, remember our motto and our philosophy is you want to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And the key is the long term over the long term. You want to put in the investments, hold them in the long term and build up the wealth over the long term right now, short term, uh, Few things are working really well, but uh, it looks like we're the bridge is out somewhere up the road here, and you don't want to be going off the cliff. So, uh, stick with us. Go to the website, sign up for the report, and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors, produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. On AM 1070, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.